And now, Kyle and Steven present another episode of the Go F*** Yourself podcast. Um, it's Fix. Really? Well, that's embarrassing. The Go Fix Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Go Fix Yourself podcast. We are we are fixing our worldview one conversation at a time. And today we're very excited because we have Joel Loosely, founder and owner of the Alaska Clothing Company. Welcome on, man. Thank hey, you. thanks for having me, you guys. This yeah. is awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, we're we're stoked. I know uh, we've known each other for a while, but this is one of those ones where like. Kyle's not in the know. He's not as cool as me. Sometimes. I'm finding out I don't have any friends. <laughs> yeah, this podcast is proving it. It's funny because, like, you know, sometimes he'll we'll have people on that he knows and I don't, and I know, and then there's you know the few that like we both know, um, and so this is one where you don't know. So it's like, you know, not only do I get to learn more about you in this podcast, but also Kyle gets to learn a whole new person. It's it's more of an interrogation. <laughs> lucky, yeah. lucky you, Kyle. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to be asking some hard-hitting questions today. Okay, good. I, I prepped for a <laughs> like couple what? hours. Like what, Kyle? Before. Where did you get the whiskey from? Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, I, yeah. That, that, you know, if you've been following this podcast for a while, you know, uh, we don't have whiskey on that much. We mostly drink beers. Uh, but Joel was kind enough to bring some damn whiskey. Yeah. Well, I'm lucky enough to have my lady in my life that works for a distributor. And uh, one of the brands she has is Jefferson's. And uh, we had the... Uh, Distiller, head distiller up here last summer, and he uh, brought a few bottles to sign. And there was uh, is this a signed bottle? Uh, this particular one isn't. No, I didn't. Okay. I'm not going to let you guys try that. I was, was going to say, say it's a little different. I was like, damn, wow, did he just really use the nice shit on us? <laughs> <laughs> but no, this one's a cool one. It's called Ocean's Rye uh, Double Barrel Rye Whiskey. This, so this particular voyage, they have all different voyages, which like take different paths. This one is uh, Voyage Twenty. 26, oh. it looks like. So, from what I understand, Voyage 26, uh, it crosses the equator like four times. It hits like uh, so several, they're just like going, several they're different just like continents. in a ship being like, well, guys, like we need this for the marketing. This we is said really- we're going to cross the equator. Twi- <laughs> like, I know we don't need to, <laughs> but we got absolutely it. Absolutely <laughs> has nothing to do with the taste of the whiskey, but we just need to say it. So, we, we want to be honest. It does. So, you know, when it's sitting in the hold, right, it's, it's oh, I guess the, temp- the temperature's okay. changing as yeah. they get into different I climates, spoke too soon. which makes the wood, you know, shrink and also uh, expand, which gets the whiskey into the wood and then back out again. So, well, and then damn. it shakes it and it, it just, you know, it, it really does add a lot to it. From, Man, we're already getting fixed, dude. Like, yeah. Look at that. We're already learning shit. <laughs> we're so ignorant <laughs> is the problem. Uh, okay. So let's get on with it, man. So you're, you know, we said the title. Um, but like we say with everybody, you know, my parents listen to this podcast. Um, they live in New York. They don't know the people that I know. And so like we like to say, cause they listen to every episode that we like to say that, you know, tell them who you are, right? Tell my yep. parents, Rick and Carol. You hey, can Rick, use them. Hi, Carol. <laughs> and they, they do, they're like that, you know, that Ed Washington, he's such a nice boy. Like they don't. <laughs> Just because they said her name, you know. Yeah, uh, my mom. Bar's low. My mom's not Southern. Uh, that's another thing too. I have different yep. accents from my mom. 
And she sounds like a Simpsons character. Uh, anyway, but yeah, tell them who you are and what you do right now. All right. Well, so like you mentioned before, my name is Joel Loosely, uh, founder of uh, Alaska Clothing Company. Uh, actually, I just re- recently went through a name change. It was uh, Claim Jumper AK mm-hmm. since the very beginning, since like 2013. Um, for the formalized business, been doing it actually since 2009. Um, but Claim Jumper AK was it was a name that when I had a business partner when I started this, he kind of came up with uh, my buddy Marcus, and uh, I liked it. It was kind of a an ode to the you know Yosemite Sam yeah. old school you know 49er gold digging yeah, yeah claim yeah. jumper type of thing right but uh, you know everybody was just like oh that restaurant yeah I've been to that restaurant that's cool claim jumper there's apparently some restaurant down in the what down in the states it's yeah. called claim jumper yeah I googled fuck it fuck them they, you know they, what they relate to the game infringing on my yeah, yeah. copyrights and stuff <laughs> for food <laughs> um <laughs> So, um, yeah, just last year I changed the name over. Uh, I, I don't know where it came to me or why. I don't remember the instance, but just thought Alaska Clothing Company. And, you know, sometimes it's just the so simple, basic. simple things. But, you know, they're Anchorage Brewing Company, yeah. you know, Alaska, Alaska Brewing Brewer, Company. It just, it just, mm-hmm. I thought, well, surely somebody has that. There's somebody that, you know, created the business and has just been sitting on it or they never hit it big or never did anything with it. But sure enough, there, I did a, a search for the business license. Nothing, nothing huh? there, and uh, nothing for the uh, websites. Nothing on Instagram. I mean, you know, smaller kind of. That really surprises iterations. me because I mean, you probably know this too. Is like uh, when you're like when you're like, oh, you know, I have this new business in mind, which I do more than not. And actually, people listening will know I have probably well over a hundred domains in my Google domain folder because I pay for these things every fucking month. Because I'm like, this one idea years ago, I was like, hey, this one might be a good idea. And I'm like, is it available? Buy it. Because I have had those ideas. I've had those ideas and I've been like, oh shit, it's taken. And it's funny that you were like alaskaclothingco.com. Like, is that what it is? Surely, yeah. Yeah, I was like, that in my head, I would be, like, if you would have told me that before you did it, I would have been like, that's taken. Right. Guaranteed. Well, so, you know, I had to figure out, it was a, actually, you know, a uh, AK Clothing Co. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then for Instagram, it was spelled out Alaska Clothing, and then Co. was our CO, as opposed to company. So, you know, you shorten things up, you add AK yeah. or yeah. something to it, and generally you can come up with something. But I thought that one for sure would... Would have been taken, but nothing. Yeah. Interesting. Did, yeah. Did it feel like the gold rush when you found that though? Like I know the feeling of going on Google Aww. and like GoDaddy back in the day, and you're just like, please let it be available. And then of nine point five times out of ten, it's, yeah. it's always taking. You're like somebody is not even utilizing yeah. this. It's a like, dead website. Like when Kyle, because how we, I think how we met is because when we had Cut and Caliber, yep, uh, we were doing trade shows. Willowa. Willowa, mm, the yeah. holiday and, thing that well, they we did. also did like Anchorage Museum yep. together. That yep. was ways a while ago, um, and then so. But I remember when we were starting out, um, we went through a list of like ninety plus names because we were just like writing shit down and we we're like checking. Nope, not available. Like writing it down, checking, and then finally we were in fucking Tidal Wave Books. And we go down the gun aisle because <laughs> we're just, you know, we're just As roaming. you know. Like, no, we were just like, you know, we were just brainstorming, coming up with ideas and talking about what this, you know, this, this business could be. And we didn't have a name for it. Yeah. So we're running cut up and down. machine gun. Yeah. Cut machine gun. Knives. Knives so and guns. We yeah. literally, uh, <laughs> he, Kyle saw cut and then, then he saw like caliber and he's like, 
on like book covers and he's like what about cut and caliber we're like you know what let's just check it whatever man and it was available so they're like let's just fucking do it bye 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 yeah so yeah kudos to you for getting alaska clothing company i'm a little <laughs> it jealous was, it was wild tell. well so i was able to change the name over real easily on instagram no problem did it within just a couple minutes yeah facebook met a completely different universe yeah, well, i've been fighting them for nine months and they keep telling me no and are you still fighting them yeah. Oh my god. And and uh, it's a losing battle unfortunately because there's a company out there that's actually called Alaska Clothing Company and if you look at the content it looks like some overseas operation that's selling oh. like NASCAR hoodies. Oh yeah, of course. That, uh, and M&M stuff, you know, anything American and they have the name and so that's basically yeah. preventing me from doing it. But huh. they gave me all these rules and they said, "Well, you know, if, as long as you can provide us with all of these things, you know, we should be able to change the name over. <laughs> Problem is you don't get to talk to the same person. Yeah. It's, it's this cut and paste response. And you're like, no, that's that, – no, what you're saying isn't – doesn't make sense. Damn it. They've told me twice that, oh, yeah, okay, we got everything that you sent and no problem. Uh, we're going to change it over. Still hasn't happened. Damn. So Facebook can be a little fickle bitch, yeah. I found out. Yeah. Uh, and another thing, too, is like, you know how – this is my own little thing I just want recorded and out there in the ether is uh, everybody's coming after TikTok nowadays because right. of all this bullshit, spying. you know? Yeah, spying on us or whatever. I don't care. Like, but like one of the <laughs> things, one of the things that like, pocket. one yeah. of the things that like they're saying, they're like, TikTok is showing Americans dumb pranks and dumb videos and they're making us dumb and they're showing, you know, uh, people in China like success and all this stuff. And then, and then, I was like, man, fuck you. First off, I'm not seeing all that shit. I'm seeing like learning on TikTok. Don't the, where I am seeing the dumb pranks and funny bullshit is on Facebook. So I was like, I have a bone to pick with Facebook, man. So f them. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm not happy about it. But I didn't want to have to start all over again because I can't remember something over three thousand followers. Mm -hmm. Woo! Um, but I just no, didn't I get want it. to start from scratch, and so. Yeah. I'm, uh, I just left it as is, like whatever. It's still tied to Instagram, so if I post on there, it'll still post to it. Yeah, there. but and it's it's it. just a name. I mean, people aren't buying it for the name; they're buying it for yeah. the cool designs. Hopefully, yeah. right, right. So let's talk. Let's talk about the designs, uh, and let's talk about your journey as a designer because uh, I'm a designer mm -hmm. first, really. Uh, before I was videoing, I was doing similar to what you're doing, very different. So I was working for uh, Alaska licensed merchandise supplier who is now lo no longer in business so it's almost perfect that oh, you're wow. like stepping into this it did get sold to lower 48 so they're still supplying okay. alaskan i mean it's all the fred myers and, and right. the car stuff but it's yep. just out of state which is unfortunate right so it's a perfect time for someone to come in um but talk about your path as a designer how you got you know going on that stuff and then how you started like figuring out um you know uh, the clothing putting, world. Yeah, putting it on shirts and sure. hats and patterns and all this stuff. So Yeah. Well, as, as my grandma likes to remind me, um, you know, ever since she could remember, I was always, you know, picking up a pencil or a crayon or something and always doing art. And my mom always says, oh, you know, where's Joel? Always probably in his room and he's drawing or something. And sure enough, I, I usually was if I wasn't playing with G.I. Joe's or something, riding my BMX bike or having dirt clad fights. Um Back when you could probably do that. Not um, but so, Kyle, yeah. Kyle and I still do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we still get a little crazy. Cool. Well, hit me up sometime. It's been a while since I've been out in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, come on over, Joe. I could Bro. take a dirt cloud to the face like nobody. <laughs> <laughs> like a pro. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so just, you know, always artistic, always doing art stuff, taking art classes in, in junior high, high school. And then um, it was a couple of years after I had graduated high school from West. Um, I moved down to uh, Tacoma uh, because uh, my wife at the time was going to PLU and um, she kind of gently pushed me in the direction of, hey, you know, you've always been good at art. Why don't you take a look at the Art Institute? And so mm. I went and took a look at it and, you know, they make you draw a picture of something and say, oh, my God, you're amazing. You need to be here. No, that, they don't do that. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, I would love to go do that and just fail <laughs> yeah. miserably. We'll take your money. Yeah. What if, you know? what if you, what This if, is <laughs> abstract, guys. You guys probably don't understand. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, is my interpretation yeah. of Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Yep. So, so you, you joined in the art institute down there? Yeah. So I, I went and, you know, I, as an illustrator, I used to, I like to draw. I could look at something uh, like a photograph or what reference and I could draw it, make it look just like it mm -hmm. was. You know, I wasn't a whole lot into doing abstract stuff. And, you know, a lot of the times too, people are like, oh, you know, I'm going to be a, a children's book illustrator. Mm -hmm. You know, that's kind of mm -hmm. what everybody does. But quickly found out that. I was, you know, nowhere near as good as I thought I was compared to some of the other talent that was in the building. And I was like, man, there's no way that they're going to pick me, you know, as an illustrator. And that's the thing I found out was a lot of the times, you know, it's the big name illustrators that are kick ass that get all the good gigs. Yeah. And so you're going to be kind of doing like the, this. Like the Kyle Redding. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My abstract art. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of phallus shaped things that I do. <laughs> I was good. Yeah. I was good. <laughs> That, was, that does sound like you. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, so then uh, I had taken uh, an elective course. I took some photography because I enjoy that. And then I took this class called, uh, I can't remember actually what it was called, something to do with graphics. And I was learning this new program and it was called Adobe Illustrator. Ooh. I was like, ooh, what's this? And I fucking hated it. Yeah. I couldn't Same. stand it. Didn't I, did, like it either. I didn't get it because as somebody who draws, you can kind of just start wherever you want. I feel like mm -hmm. I'll start with the eyes and go from there. This, you really had to have it mapped out because I've never been somebody that. Vector, baby. Oh, dude. Yeah. Just couldn't couldn't do it. Uh, I never, you know, the teachers always wanted to, you to um, sketch out stuff and kind of have things kind of mapped out. And they wanted to see your journey kind of like a mathematician would want to see, oh, we want to see show your work. Show the work, yeah. Like, I just never did it. I would just, I had an idea and I would just go for it. Mm -hmm. And so I never really had anything to back it up. So that was really difficult for me to understand how it worked. But just the more I stuck at it, the more I got to kind of understand, okay, this, okay, this is starting to make sense. Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. And eventually, at the end of the semester, I was like, this is pretty cool. I think I'm going to take another semester of this. Yeah. Uh, it, it is interesting because I hated Illustrator at first, too. Uh, I was like, I, I knew Photoshop pretty damn well, like, but I was making all my posters, everything, on, like T-shirts on Photoshop, and then moving over to Illustrator, night and day. It was like, yeah. I hate this. This is disgusting. But it took me a few months, and yeah. it was the same thing. And the next thing you know, you're getting those hotkeys down, and you're like, That's okay, huge. All right. The hotkeys are huge. Yeah, and then like, you know, and then being a professional, like, well, doing it like for eight hours a day, you're like, oh, like, I'm really fast at this now, and I would actually, I prefer Illustrator to Photoshop now. Yeah. I don't know about you. Yeah, so I, I also took Photoshop, too, as another side class just because, you know, it helped me manipulate the files just by, you know, enlarging them, cropping them, and other yeah. stuff. And just uh, exporting Kyle, them. just, I mean, you know, he's not. Yeah. yeah. So. I these don't are, know what Photoshop these is. Are <laughs> these are designer apps. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you've heard of them. I doubt so it. Yeah. They go on a computer. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pretty high tech. Yeah. Uh, 
Anyway, some people just don't know. Yeah, I just had to some people them. don't get it. You know, it's uh, our life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah. I just, I actually ended up changing my major. Well, you can have a focus. So the degree was visual communications, and it was either illustration, graphic design, or advertising. And so I went from illustration over to graphic design. Oh, okay. So I had to change the focus for uh, the pieces that I was going to uh, present in my portfolio upon graduation. Okay. And what what, what were, what, like, what were the pieces that you were kind of like working on back then? What goes in a portfolio for graduation? Um, I, I didn't take, I didn't do these classes, so I'm kind of curious. So, um, I mean, we had all kinds of uh, different classes, and you know, I, it's been it was in the late '90s, so I'm struggling to recall what some of those were as far as the titles. But you know, there were some classes where they were pretty rudimentary, and I felt like the some of the the, the staff there were just doing it to be dicks because they had to do it, mm. and so you know, they had like had different layers where you had to like cut things out and block stuff out and with the different layers to get it like photo ready because oh, it was yeah. like super old school super and uh so there were some dumb classes like that, that but there was also a couple of really cool classes that uh like typography and basically all you did was trace typography that would be mm-hmm. man and that that gets me that gets me going dude i don't know what it is about typography but that like Calligraphy and typography gets me just rock hard. Does it have to do something yep. with not letter, really. letters? Quarter, quarter chub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe close. Yeah. We're close. Not there. six to midnight. Yeah. Though. Not six to midnight. No, That's no. for sure. No. Yeah. Anyway. So, but that seemed really tedious, but I have a lot of patience and, um, it was pretty cool because after a while, I can then still to this day. There's certain fonts that I can recreate just with my hand. Oh, that's which is kind of a cool trick. thing to do, you know. Yeah, that's a pull party. that out at parties. Party. Hey, yeah. wanna, anybody want to see some cool typography? <laughs> yeah, Helvetica. Anybody? <laughs> Helvetica. Times New Roman. No, Helvetica is the most readable font known to me. I, well, I have heard and women. That's why I use it like every week, man. I use it at least a couple times a week. Um, okay, so you're. In school, you're doing this graphic design stuff. You're in Washington. Yep. How'd you find your way back to Alaska? Um, had a couple of kids, young kids, mom and pop on both sides of the family were still there. Brother, sister, just made sense. Hey, this is going to be a lot easier if we get some help. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And don't have to pay for it. So Trust me. Uh, I know. We came home. I don't have any kids, but I know. Yeah. He's read books about it. So. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know... Alaska, unfortunately, and probably still not, wasn't quite the hotbed for graphic design at the time. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and that. so nobody was screaming for, you know, to have me come in for an interview and there weren't any postings. So I went back to just something I had natural skill at, which is customer service mm. and uh, worked at Nordstrom, good old Nordstrom. Uh, worked in the men's furnishing, selling ties and suits and oh, dress shirts and cufflinks and stuff. Yeah, I kind of really? always, you know, I kind of always liked fashion a little bit. I was never like Mister Fashion Guy, sure. but I just kind of there's something Style. about it that I liked. The old Fifth fashion. Avenue Nordstrom's downstairs. Yeah, was it downstairs at the time? Yeah, bottom floor. Yep. Hmm. What, what year is this? Uh, this would have been 2001. Okay. 2000, 2001, yep. This is before I even moved to Alaska. Okay. Yeah. Still in New York? Still in New York. Yeah. 2005 is when I moved up here. Okay. Um, okay, so you're working at Nordstrom. You had a couple kids. You're back up in Alaska. Not doing not any Not getting art, any. Not using my degree like <laughs> yeah. most people don't. Well, and it's funny because we had Mike Kirkpatrick on here yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago. And um, basically, he was saying like the same thing. He's like, I had this like kind of design, you know, experience, but he's like, nobody yeah. wanted that up here. It was right. old school, 
yeah. design. Low of 48. Yeah. Low yep. 48, big time. Like people were like, you know, looking for it left and right. But up here, you know, we always say like we're a little bit behind the times. We're, yep. you know, a couple of years behind. Sure. And so, you know, our marketing agencies weren't doing what the marketing agencies down low 48 were doing or whatever. And so, yeah. So you're working Nordstrom. You know, what happens next? Like, you know, how do you get it back into the design world? It, it doesn't come for a while. So yeah. <clears throat> uh, being just doing my job at Nordstrom, had a, a an insurance guy come by, bought a tie, really liked me, thought I was cool. He was like, hey, you might be good at selling insurance, you know, mm-hmm. sell you on the sizzle. Look how much money you can make. It's an awesome career. Look at my paycheck. Isn't this, isn't life great? You, got Wolf, you got Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> you got Wolf of Wall not, Street, not, dude. not his, his boss. So he got me, because oh. the boss is always like, hey, when you find people out there that you think might be able to do this, you yeah. have them come see me. And then he oh. really, you know, he's from Philadelphia. Like, what did Jonah Hill say? He's or like, New you York. show me how much you make and, and I'll, I'll quit, quit my, my job, job and work for you. Yeah. No, so he shows me his paycheck and you're like, oh my God. This is a real, that was a real tactic. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah. I was like, I want that paycheck. You know, yeah. especially having young kids, right? And sure. you're like, let's do this. And then you find out it's 100% commission and it's yeah. not quite the way that they build it to be. Yeah. And so you, you kind of are like, well, because I had taken all these exams and had to study my ass off and I've got all this licensure, I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to be here, but I want to continue to use this because I didn't want that to be a waste of time. <clears throat> right. So then I was able to find a job at a local credit union doing the same thing, but I actually got a salary plus commissions. Okay. Plus, I got insurance, all the stuff that you need yeah, for a growing for, family, for right? Kids, yeah. So, just kept doing that. And, you know, I, I didn't do a whole lot of art at the time. You don't have a whole lot of time for art and personal time when you have two young kids. So, um, that kind of went to the wayside and um, really kind of just built up whether I knew it or not. Like, I didn't know it, but like, there was like this container that was just bubbling with all this creativity. And it was just like, sitting there and collecting all of this creative energy that I wasn't using. Mm-hmm. And kind of fast forward, you know, we ended up getting a divorce, um, splitting up time with the kids. Now I've got one week on, one week off. I've got some creative time, right? Okay, yeah. And so started to to start playing around with some designs and kind of really what kicked everything off was – um, I sat down and I was like, okay, you know, Alaska has such, in my opinion, poor design, especially at that time. That was like 09 or so. It just everything that was kind of pushed on us was that just super cheesy Alaskan, like, you know, 907, sure. just super basic kind stuff, 574. Yeah. But, you know, it was it was geared towards, you know, tourists, and I get that. But I was like, you know, I live here. You know, surely we can do better. Let's create something that's kind of cool, classic, that people that live here mm-hmm. actually don't mind wearing and not thinking that you're a tourist. And so I sat down at the computer, pulled up Illustrator, pulled up a basic shape of the state of Alaska, and I was like, hmm. And I, I must have thought about it for maybe two minutes, and then I just came up with this idea where the state of Alaska kind of started at the panhandle, and it went in a radial pattern, and it kind of just did the six six Alaskas, and it created this really cool uh, negative space in the middle. And I just s- sat back, and I just kind of stared at the screen, and I thought, surely this can't be it, because I just I did it in just a couple of minutes, but right. it, something about it was super impactful, and... Um, 
it, it brought me back to something I learned at uh, the Art Institute. One of my teachers uh, kind of talked about what they called, and this is a, a loose translation, um, the gestalt principle, where sometimes less mm -hmm. is more. Mm -hmm. And so um, I was just, I stared at it for maybe five minutes and I was like, man, I just really like this. I like w what it is. It's basic. And I started showing people, and a lot of people didn't quite get it at first because they're looking at that negative space in the middle. Oh, is this a flower? Is it a pinwheel? It's kind of cool. What is it? Like, no idiot. <laughs> I was going to say. Okay, it's what Alaska. You dumb? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. With that customer service, that's yeah. how you sold them. Right. Yeah. No, and then as soon as they saw it, they're like, oh, shit. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's awesome. And so uh, I did what most people did back in the day. You're like, okay, now what do I do with it? I can sell it as stickers, <laughs> hoodies, or T-shirts. Mm -hmm. That was basically it, right? All That's what everybody does. And so I did a um, uh, had a booth down at the Saturday downtown market mm -hmm. and was selling uh, those and a couple of like prints and things. And um, so it was just, yeah, that's how I was starting off just slinging my basic design. Yeah. And uh, that's actually where I, I, I met my fiance. She was down there. She was making uh, glass-fused art, and she was oh, tinkering around with stuff. And so my buddy one day was like, hey, Joel, you mind if I share your booth? I've got some cool sculptures that I want to sell. And I was like, sure, man. I could use the company, yeah. use the restroom It's a long whatever. day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, it is. Help set up, help break down. Right. We've done it once. I did it once, and I was like, nah. Yeah, okay. we did it a couple times. and I did it once. I did it was at it. least once. Maybe we just, because yeah. it was like separate. I don't well, think you were there, uh, there for me. Yeah, well, I think we went. <laughs> I was not I there, for never there for you. <laughs> yeah. It sounded really bad. It was like, I don't think you we got were there. Today. I don't think we were there at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so, you weren't there for me. <laughs> fuck Do you, I need to Steven. leave the room that for was, a minute? You guys need to work some shit you. out. That was deep. Um, <laughs> so you started kind of like designing, like you said, you, you, you found this extra free time with recent life events. And so you're playing around with some designs. Like... And you realized it took you two minutes to create something. So right there, I kind of feel like it already puts doubt in your head if it's good. Oh, yeah. Right? For and sure. So, Big like, time. Surely I, that I, can't I, be that easy. That can't be good. Yeah, right? you can relate. And so how do you uh, make that jump from like, this isn't good because it took me two minutes to, I'm going to print this and try to sell it, have people give me money good question. for it? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I ask for a lot of feedback just because I want to hear what people think. But sure. honestly, I mean, sure, I give a shit, but. I, if, if I know something's good, I'm, right. I'm going to go ahead with it anyway. Uh, but lots of times where people are like, yeah, I don't get it, or that's just not cool, and I've done it, and it's been you know some of the people's favorites, things that I've done. Mm -hmm. Just for me, I, I know when I've kind of landed on something right. more often than not. And yeah, because so, how do you know you're asking the right people? Like, I right. mean, the feedback, I mean, anytime you're trying to, like, validate an idea or a business or anything like that, I yeah, mean, you're going to get designers. Yes. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they don't know what they're talking about. It was obviously six Alaskas. Like, right, I don't. Right. I can see it yeah. right now. You know, yeah. but yeah. like it's you have to be very careful. I feel like when you're asking people advice because like you have the yes men and you have the people that uh, don't know what they're talking about. And so the it's yes like, women. Yeah, yes right. people. There we go. <laughs> Persons. Sorry. Yeah, and so it's like uh, I always hesitate when I want to run something by certain people. Like sure. I can run stuff by Stephen and get a honest feedback, but probably not going to ask my wife because she's always going to say it's good right for the right. most part right. yeah very supportive that's yeah. what they're supposed and, to and, do exactly and it's not a fault but it's you got to be careful yeah. because yeah. you got to know when you're getting their true feedback so your that. confidence was coming from like purely within yeah, yeah. no i mean like, I, I knew i, I had know. landed on something and i couldn't yeah. necessarily put my finger on it but i was like i sure. for me that just 
is solid spoke and it you. spoke to me and I'm going to run with it. Yeah. But there was enough people too that thought it was solid and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to just try and do something with yeah. it, right? Smart. But, it was smart. Yeah. Was it like, um, I mean, I don't know if you want to say exactly, but like financial startup, like was it a chunk of money that you had to do to get this going or was it like kind of just enough to kind of sample it out or did you kind of dive in like, here's my savings account. Yeah, gonna, luckily... Yeah. What I was mean, your level of confidence? Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, you can be confident all you want, but if you can't do anything with right. it because yeah. your hands are tied Did you go all in, <laughs> spend it on the hoodies, the prints, the stickers? Well, so I was working slow. I was working at uh, at Kinley's, um, kind of moonlighting there at oh, night. okay, yeah. And so doing the bank by day still. Oh, and damn, so, you were a busy boy. Yeah, I mean, I've always had multiple jobs. I usually got two or three jobs at all times. That's just, I've always been that way. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, even it doesn't, now, doesn't bother even me. now, yeah. Goodness gracious, yeah. dude! Just got my hands in all kinds of pies. I worked. I worked <laughs> yeah. three hours today, and I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm done. When is retirement? <laughs> by the way, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm ready. I'm gonna move to France. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, no, but I think part of it too, it was also coupled with this, like I said, this kind of silo that had been building and percolating this whole time that I had access to. And I was Mm. like, man, like now that I have this time, I just felt super creative and I just felt like I, you know, that took the bottle cap off and it just started spewing out everywhere. And, uh, it was just amazing. I was happy to be doing it again. It felt really good. I mean, yeah, things were going great. Chasing that feeling. Yeah. Love that. And then, um, so I just kind of kept it going on the side. I was doing little pop-ups and things here and, and, and small things. Um, and then one of my good buddies, Marcus, he was he was really impressed with some of the stuff that I had done. And he's got kind of a creative person too, but more on the tech side, really good photographer, really good with web stuff. And him and I have just always really gotten along. He did some uh, serving and part-time managing at Kinley's too. And he knew several people that I knew. And um, we just, we got together one day and I kind of, I had taken a bunch of pictures on my iPhone and I was like, man, I need to do something with this. It was an iPhone 4. Oh, lucky guess. Nailed it. Lucky guess. And I was like, I got to do something with these. They're just sitting on my phone, but these are too cool. That was kind of when Instagram came out too and they had some filters and I was like, Mm. man, that makes makes this look even cooler. (laughs) Yeah. Vintage. Yeah. Hudson and what are all those? Oh my gosh. I couldn't even tell you. That was. Those filters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I actually ended up having to self-publish, um, my own, my own photos cause I wanted to do something with them, but right. I, I'm not going to be able to call, you know, a big publisher in New York city and say, Hey, I've got these really cool pictures on my iPhone that you should see. Yeah. yeah. I'll airdrop Alaska's them. Alaska's amazing. <laughs> I'll airdrop <laughs> them. Yeah. Um, so I self-published that and, um, that yep. was pretty cool. That was the, i or I Alaska, my yeah, my so Alaska. it was yeah, not no, not part of the Spanish community. M I, I was thinking my my Alaska is in my Alaska because I live here. Yeah. It's spelled M I Alaska, and it was also I for iPhone, obviously. And so that was yeah, that was my Alaska, and uh, I was just using the iPhone 14 at the time. But I mean, they were pretty stunning images. I actually, believe it or not, was able to get them into Costco. I had, oh, to, wow. I had to approach Costco, find wow. who the media person is, send them a sample, a letter why I think they should carry it and why it would sell here in Alaska and this and that. And holy shit, they – I can't remember if they wrote back or emailed back. I think we had email at that Damn. time. And they're like, yeah, we think we'd like to, to have that. So what, the, what were these pictures of? 
like uh, naked, naked, naked women. Yeah. They were just naked selfies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so it was mostly places in Alaska, like outdoor photos uh-huh. that I could get to by foot. So it wasn't anything like Nome or you know anywhere remote. Get, okay, it was okay. just you know Fairbanks mm. and Talkeetna, so like landscapes, and Cantwell, or, or like landscapes, what? Anchorage. Yeah, snow. Uh, yeah, hilltop hiking, plants. Um, I mean, I could definitely show you lots of pictures. Yeah. But it was a pretty solid collection, and and um, you know, I guess it was good enough to get into Costco. Yeah, so that was dope. a confidence I booster. Didn't know that. Yeah, I would imagine that's, that's a confidence cool. booster. Yeah. Without any, so you were using these filters on them, right? I mean, that was kind of on how some, you're getting on the some of them, them. Yeah. Were you doing any kind of like manipulation of you know, like you have basic controls on there? And I don't know if you did on iPhone four, but like you it was can super mess with basic. exposure. It wasn't going into Photoshop. We, I wasn't layering. Wow. I wasn't doing. This was just everything, and that's. It was my phone, my Alaska. It was everything that was huh. created on so my phone. So you didn't like you didn't go in and pop up the highlights or take down the shadows. I might have. I don't at that time. I don't. I just remember it being filters. Yeah, yeah. you couldn't actually tweak the individual things in, at that time. So kids, let that be a lesson for you. You can yeah. get into Costco with <laughs> yeah. your iPhone four. Yeah. Uh, maybe <laughs> you don't need a five thousand dollar camera. Yeah, it's retro. It's probably coming back around again at yeah. some point. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. hold on to your phone. Your I have my iPhone original force. iPhone three. Oh wow! G yeah, nice. In I, a box. I held one. Uh, we were doing. Yeah, I held an iPhone four in my hand the other day, and then I held my iPhone eleven up to it. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like it was. It's so. Isn't clean. it weird? Yeah. yeah, it feels like a little like you know a little cool. I was like, I kind of want to go back to this. Right. I know mine it was felt good metal back with the black plastic yeah. piece on the lower half. Yeah, like, it was weird. It yeah. Weird. Anyway, so Classic. okay, so you 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 were self publishing. You were kind of doing the the Saturday market, selling these prints. You're you have a book in Costco, which is fucking cool because not many people can say that shit. Yeah. Uh, and Got then, a cool letter too from the Library of Congress. Really? When you, when you get a book that gets like published or whatever by Costco. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, by anybody. Oh, by right. yeah. So whether oh. you self publish or a publisher publishes you, I got this letter. I didn't know I was going to get it, and it shows up, and it's this official letter from the federal government saying that your My Alaska is now part of the Library of Congress. Whoa! Holy There's been shit. some interesting books that have gotten that letter. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. Like yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure. I did, I did it, mom. I didn't know they I did, did it. That. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't. Wow. Okay. Maybe I mean I, I just assumed everybody got it. Maybe I I've never I'm heard special. that before. Maybe you're a very special person. I would say I know a bunch of people who have self-published the books and stuff. Uh, even one I just finished reading. Um, but like I've never heard of them actually getting a letter about from the I library. I don't remember where that is. I know I've got it somewhere, but I have no so idea. Hang that shit up, man. That's yeah, pretty dope. Frame it. Are you sure you didn't get scammed? Right. You know, they said, yeah. just send us a few thousand dollars and <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. seal this You're in. pre-qualified <laughs> yeah. for a letter yeah. from Congress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you, <laughs> you got, you have this book, you have the, you know, these prints. What, what, you know, what are you doing now? Like, you know, no, that how, was the question. Okay. Right. Now what? What's, you know, what's I, next? I played this radial design to death. It's been a couple of years. You know, the juices mm. are still flowing. You know, I got the book going. What else are we doing? And so I, Went back to the Adobe Illustrator, sat down with the shape of Alaska, started kind of playing around with it, moving it around. And then I did this kind of like, you know, they've got that flat edge on the state shape. Mm-hmm. Well, you couldn't put them back to back because the pen handle would start to cross. Yeah. So then I flipped it and I put them that way. Yeah. And then I just kind of repeated it in this pattern. So it was basically, you know, I guess. 
Yeah. Or whatever. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, kind of I mean? like you know, a, almost like a hound's tooth. That's right? exactly. A husky tooth is what it is. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Very yeah. good. So, yeah. It, so, I did it in the black and white. And, and generally, that's how I design everything is in black and white because it's just really solid. I like clean lines. Oh, interesting. Everything, it just pops. The the. So, you start black and white first. For everything. Before mm-hmm. even adding any color in. Yep. Oh, see? Oh, man. That's interesting. I'm like... I have to find the right color palette before I even start. Oh, wow. So that's really, that's an interesting, yeah. like, creative process there. And that was one of the classes that I took. And it was kind of that Gestalt principle class. It was oh, this, yeah. go simple. this guy, he yeah. was, he must have been 85. Yeah. White hair, moved slow, you know. And one of the requirements for the Art Institute was that the staff had to also be working in the field, too. So at that, and I don't know cool. if they ever did, uh, if that was a requirement towards the end, now that they're not around anymore, but uh, yeah, so they all had to be working in the field. And one of the cool things about that too was that the Art Institute helped with uh, placement afterwards, after graduation, because a lot of people are like, hey, I had this kid in my class, he'd be kick-ass, maybe not where I work, but I'll talk to my associate, mm-hmm. sure. get them hooked up with, you know, really cool like Blizzard games back in the day. I mean... People getting jobs, doing all kinds of cool work with yeah. them, like, and that was the thing. I was like, man, I, I, that's, I'm not getting that kind of job. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it would be cool too. But I mean, there were some talented people, and I, they I were mind blowing. I feel that. But you know, I found a niche in Alaska, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I came up with this kind of this husky tooth type of pattern, and uh, I could do it in different colors too. So the first black and white classic hound's tooth, uh, you know, worked great. But then I was like, okay. We, if I'm going to put this on something, what can I put it on? Hey, you know what? I used to work at Nordstrom. I used to sell ties. I used to sell, pocket you know, squares, yeah, pocket squares, oh. cufflinks, and things like that. And so that kind of got me thinking too. So that design went on scarves, women's scarves, and men's ties. Mm. Interesting. I do remember seeing your stuff probably for one of the first times. Uh, and I think it was Anchorage Museum. At least I remember the talking to you for the first time, like there, um, when we were doing the trade shows. And I was like, "This guy's doing the same thing we are doing. Like we're trying to up Alaska's style, yep. right? Because we were like that was kind of our shtick was like, um, you know, Alaska is stuck in you know in the past. Let's bring it to the future where we're living, baby. You know. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. But like I remember going to your stuff, here. and I'm like, all right, he's got ties. He's got some cool like scarves. Like he's doing. It feels like you were, you know, trying to do this similar thing up Alaska style. Doing yeah, we it can do better way. up here, and I'm going to do my part to help. Yeah, I like that. make it happen. Yeah, for sure. That was my motivation. Yeah. Did you ever get any like the thing I would consider is if I heard you had this like houndstooth husky tooth kind of design? Do you have any? Pieces of clothing that you've gotten made specifically that no one else can have, like a jacket that's husky tooth pattern, or like the inside of a suit that is that. Yeah, or uh, women's all, yoga pants. All of these. Well, things. okay. All of these things. So you know, again, back when I first started getting into the biz, oh nine, it seemed like you know everybody had the t-shirts and the hoodies. Right. That's what everybody was yeah. doing. And so I just I was trying to think outside of the box. Like, okay, I I I got to be able to differentiate myself from every other person that's doing this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, nobody's making their own scarves. Nobody's making their own ties. This is something I'm going to pursue and take a look at. And, you know, another cool thing, right? I went from selling ties at Nordstrom to selling my ties to Nordstrom. I actually oh, was able to get them in the sick. Alaska store before they closed. Oh, I love that. Which was pretty cool. Yeah. 
walk somebody through like the biggest thing is I I don't know anybody that doesn't think that they could like start a clothing line or like the idea of it. They're right. just like I got this great idea. I could make so much money off a uh, yep. clothing line. Yeah. Like like what are like in a in a nutshell describe the process of getting because you got to manufacture Without, yeah, sourcing. I saying, and I would say there's also I know for a fact there's like some like secrecies that people work really really hard on yeah, getting. And, and tell us all of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. So uh, we like to hear them is yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. getting to. And, and yeah. say them on the air. For yeah, no, uh, no, broad stroke of like, like clothing company. Sure. I, when we when we were doing Cotton Caliber we were like alright let's turn this into a clothing line because like we think it's really cool to have a clothing line. Right. And so we met with John from 49th yeah. and he was like well, he's like, I'm going to give you guys some secrets. He's like, I shouldn't do this, but he's like, I like you guys. And we're like, all right. And then so he gave us a rundown. And we're like, and he's like, do not tell anybody this. I, <laughs> I remember that specifically. Like, he ingrained that. And like, he go to Walmart, buy of all God. of the Hanes t shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get some spray paint. <laughs> yeah. Get an iron. Yeah. Your- <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so I, you don't have to do those, of course, but yeah, I mean, what, what does it take to start a clothing line and get this stuff made? Because I'm looking at your shirt right now, and if you're watching on YouTube, which you should be, um, basically you have a Alaska camo print shirt, but it's not just like in the front, you know, you didn't get it screen printed. Like you got this custom made yeah, and like, that's something I don't even know how you do. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know. When I first was doing uh, this and trying to really build like a, an actual like fashion line or a brand, um, it was just the simple screen printing. But right. the problem is you were having to, really to make it to where you could make money on it, it you had to be buying in big, big you quantities. know, 300, yeah. 500, yeah. these kinds of things. And I didn't have the money, you know, Baba still, shit. right, trying to raise yeah. two kids and, two, you know, get a mortgage and stuff and get out of my uh, crappy apartment in Fairview. No, no offense to Fairview. Um, beautiful place, beautiful people. <laughs> um, and so, you know, the internet, amazing. Get online. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many hours I spent researching and trying to find places. Sure. Uh, a little bit of Alibaba. Yeah, yeah. And uh, basically emailing back and forth and just finding out, you know, peop- okay, these people are responsive. Uh, these people aren't having communication communication issues with me mm-hmm. um their uh the products seem to be pretty cool so you start having to make samples you send them back mm-hmm. and forth you make tweaks and you know that that takes a lot of time the old r&d and uh money because if you're making just one at a time you know they're like oh yeah Very 60 expensive. bucks 80 bucks 150 yeah. bucks yeah. or whatever yeah but after i had done the um the scarves and ties i i really thought oh man i what else could i be doing like i started to think big and so i got prototypes made of uh like shell jackets for skiing and things like that and mm. they just looked so freaking cool i just yeah. They, they they looked awesome. And, you know, it's it's weird because the shape of Alaska isn't a, a shape that you would associate with being, oh, I can do a lot of cool shit with the shape with the shape of Alaska. Right. It's a tough fucking it's a, shape. I would say it's a weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's very bizarre. Um but I've just somehow been able to figure out how to make it work. And um but yeah, even back then, like in the you know, early like 2010, 11, 12, they were still asking for large quantities um, back in those times. And so I had done a, a small run of winter jackets and puffy jackets, but their minimum was 300. So I was like, well, can I at least split them up 150 men's, 150 women's in two different color schemes? So I was able to do that. Oh, nice. 
And then things just started to happen. They started eventually got to places that could do one-offs, which mm. is a lot of what I can do now for for some stuff. Gotcha. Um, and still have good margins. So like this shirt, for example, I just made one and, you know, I keep it at one in the shop at the Cove. And uh, if somebody sees it, they're like, that's awesome, but it's not my size. They're like, no problem. Can you wait two to three weeks? I'll have one for you. Oh, nice. You know? Okay, that that that's cool. But yeah, dye sublimation is where they dye the inks into the fabric, and then they have to cut and sew it together. So it's a little more laborious, and it's yeah. a little bit more expensive than screen printing, but sure. it also allows you to do smaller quantities. Right. And it looks fucking cool as shit. Yeah, so this particular one here is my Endor camo. This oh, looks, uh, a little right? nod, little tip of the head. Yeah, I like that. A little bit of a Star Are you, Wars are you a little nerd? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, okay. it's, I'm a big sci-fi yeah, junkie. Me too. So. so Star Wars. Oh, yeah, big yeah. time. Mandalorian. Big time. Actually, it's funny. Uh, this is a good segue, Steven, so I'm going to applaud myself for this. I saw your recent post on Facebook with the Mandalorian uh, on the in Northern Lights. AI generated art. Yeah, yeah. Which is something. It's funny that I'm. I'm. You know, you wanted to talk about this, and I'm really all about it because I'm all about AI shit right now. Right, this mid journey thing, uh, this stable diffusion, uh, this Chat, Chat GPT. Oh my gosh, Chat GPT blows my I haven't fucking played with mind, it yet. dude. I haven't. Played oh, it's with it yet. so cool, dude. Uh, guaranteed, uh, guaranteed. You know, if you've read any. Uh, stuff on Go Fix Yourself. <laughs> it's probably a little bit of uh, Chat GPT help. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got several friends using it. And uh, little peek behind the curtain. Yeah, uh, there's those trade yeah, secrets. We it's were great. About. So I mean, I'm all about this. But I have seen, and I've seen that you've been pretty vocal about this too. Is like, listen, there are artists who are scared about AI mm-hmm. uh, because it can mean the end of their, you know custom artwork or because it can generate artwork just that looks just like it but it's sure. custom to whoever wants it yeah. um so it could put us in, uh, as designers but also future as photographers as videographers uh as creatives as artists as writers it could put us out of business sure. right yeah. but you've been kind of like no i'm gonna embrace this yeah well because uh, it's not going anywhere I agree. Right. It's going to be in everything. AI is like the next internet. Right. Yeah. It's going to be huge and it's going to be in everything and it's going to be second nature. You know, back in the day, people were like, email, what the hell's that? Yeah. People are saying that about AI right now. I got my now. robot for that shit. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The dial up modem, you know, all that oh, stuff. Oh, man. But, and, it's, and it's taken off at a really fast pace, too, because they're realizing all of the, the actual uses for it that are more than just creative. And one of the things that I learned that it, it, it I didn't research it to vet it, but one of the reasons that they, the AI came about was actually for self driving cars. They had to upload mm. images right. for them to be able to distinguish between a road sign and a pedestrian. You know, that would make sense because it was like Tesla got really, really big with the self driving car. Yep. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, this the AI stuff started being available to consumers. Right. And so, yeah, that, actually, that tracks. So, I, you know, I'm not going to fact check it. I'm just yeah. going to say, it you're right. Yeah, you're yeah, right. It, it makes sense. sense. Yeah. You're right. So, uh, yeah, and, you know, being an artist, of course, I have those same trepidations that other people have. But after having actually used it and learned how to manipulate it and just kind of understand the whole thing, it's not as bad as everybody's making it out to be. And I think it's mm-hmm. just because they don't quite get it. But I, mm-hmm. I understand. From, mm-hmm. from from outside, you're like, oh, yeah, they're— Yeah, fear. Uh, you know, it's easy. But, they've, I mean, they've said that about, you know, when, the, when, the, when the camera was invented, right? 
Yeah. Oh, it's right. gonna we're gonna take you know people are gonna take pictures of their families and the the portrait artist is is gonna be put out of business. Yeah. And, sure. So I mean, there's always fear about new technology, about it taking jobs and things, and um, but I just knowing how it works and how to work it, I just don't. I see it being more as a resource and a tool. Uh, to the artist as mm-hmm. opposed to competing with the so artist. So you're not afraid of, like, say, and I'm not giving anybody ideas out there, so don't get any ideas, but, like, you're not afraid of people being like, hey, make an Alaskan pattern out of the Alaskan Seven Alaskan states. <laughs> I've tried. You have and you <laughs> yeah. just can't? It, it doesn't know what the shape of the state of Alaska is. Okay. Right. So you're safe. You're safe. Hey, you know, For that's now. one of the first things For you got to do. Right. And it's going to learn and it's yeah. probably going to get that way. But right now, yeah, if you said, ah, oh, I want to create this really cool logo and I want it to have these colors and I want it to have this radial pattern and I want to do this and that, good luck. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, I think it's okay. going to be a couple of years before it can actually do that. Uh, at least I'm hoping. Um, Fingers it's, crossed. It, it's, it's great for conceptual uh, imagery, but if you want specifics like a lot of people do, I mean, I have enough clients right. where they're like, oh, I want this here and I want the font here right, and this right, to do right. this and this and that. You can't do that with, with AI, at least I, not the stuff that I'm I would say, but I did see Adobe just uh, announce their mm-hmm. new AI yep. thingamajiggery. Like Plasma, I think. Is that what yeah, it was? Something sure. Like that. Right. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, if Adobe's this, doing it. This could put like my social media like uh, like graphics out of business. And I was like, cool. But that's funny because me and you were both like, that's sick. What's next? Right. right. We're kind of using this as like a, all right, man, like if times are changing, but like, let's not, instead of being like, let's put a saddle on this motherfucker. Yes. You know? let's I ride love it. that. You know, I want, I want to, as an artist, I, I love art. I love beauty. I want to see more of it in the world. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, as long as it's not stealing and, and everything, all the research that I've done and everything I've looked into, it's not stealing. You know, they talk about, oh, it comes up with images and it has a a, a signature on it, right? Right. That's how we know it's stealing from it. You can see the uh, indication of somebody's signature that they stole it from. Well, no, mm. it's as they're feeding images into AI to, to, to teach it like a, a child. Yeah. It's just like like a child. If you see a kid's picture on the refrigerator, right, and he signs it Bobby, right? He stole that from how, you, how, son how did, of a... How did Bobby know to put a signature on it? He saw it somewhere. Right. Yeah. And so did AI. They've it's, seen it on there. So they think, oh, maybe I should put it on the imagery somewhere. And so right. when you're looking at it, it's not because it was somebody's signature that they blurred out. It's just yeah. trying to be AI like a person. AI doesn't work that way. It doesn't, right. it doesn't work that way. And that's the thing is you have to... Take out of your mind what you're thinking is sinister about it, and you need to remove that, and you need to understand a little bit more before you have objections. Do do you think um, the way I look at like AI or any kind of disruption uh, technology is I kind of feel like the people that get scared are the people that are very comfortable where they are or maybe are the leaders or people that have just been stagnant for a long time. Because the way I look at it is just like you're doing right now, you're educating us on this. I mean, there's so many routes, like even if AI was to come along and destroy an industry, there's room to tell people about it. There's uh, room to tell people how to utilize it. Like there's just so many different aspects of it that people don't even think about. They're just like, oh, I'm out of a job. It's a tool. Yeah. yeah, Why can't you make YouTube videos about it? Why couldn't you do this and that, that, that? And it's like, it's people that are just so set in their ways are just I mean, it's historical. People always get scared when somebody comes after their jobs. Oh, yeah. What are you, like, personally excited about with, like, AI? 
Because I've seen a lot of your like mid journey uh, like graphics, and I'm like, oh, this guy's <laughs> nailing down those prompts. Like you're getting those yeah, prompts. Yeah. And so when I first started using mid journey, you go into the newbie rooms and you actually. Sorry, before we begin, let's even tell people who aren't even aware what AI right, we're jumping means. Ahead of ourselves. Yeah, well, I mean, because we know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's right. be honest. But uh, like, you know, maybe my parents. I'm surprised you didn't stop me and be like, Kyle, <laughs> it's artificial intelligence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like, okay, so tell someone really quick, a uh, brief overview of what how to mid, how to use MidJourney and what MidJourney is. Okay, so MidJourney is a program that uses your words, so you type in words as a dis- as a description to conjure up the imagery that you're looking for that you get to see. So you're kind of like a wizard, right? You're, yeah. you're casting a spell by typing words, and it comes up with images. And sometimes it nails it on the first time. Sometimes it takes days and weeks. It just never quite gets to where you want it. And that's where one of my uh, points about you know taking over an artist's job isn't going to happen. Right. I mean, I've tried to do things on mid journey and I still haven't been able to accomplish. Whereas if I, you know, was wanted to pay an artist to do it, I could have what I wanted and be done with it mm-hmm. sure. in a lot quicker time yeah. and, and get exactly what I want. Mid journey just doesn't work that way. I, I can't speak for the other, you know, stable diffusion and Dolly cause I don't use them, but I've seen examples and they do work differently and they've got different tweaks that, that you can do. But I, I've personally found that the imagery that mid journey creates is, for me, as an artist, I really like the the visual images more than the other programs. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Um, so basically what it is, yeah, you're, you're typing in descriptions of what you want to see, and sometimes you get things that you never in a million years whatever would have thought of, and some of that shit is the coolest. It's just mind-blowing yeah. to me. I was immediately, immediately just in awe of what the images were coming up with. And so I'm in this newbie room and I'm watching all these people and you can see the prompts that they're using. And some of them are very simple. Like some of them are like the creation of everything. Yeah. Obvious. And, yeah. you know, you get this really amazing imagery yeah. yeah, just by being super basic. But then you would see other people's prompts uh, or descriptor words and they would have paragraphs Lines and words mm. and all, I mean, 80 words, 100 words, 200 words. And they yeah. were using words that I didn't know, but I was somewhat familiar with. You know, they were saying like Unreal Engine 5 yeah, or, you know, just certain descriptors. And I I started writing them down. I was like, some of these are badass. Yes. And, and I can see what they're doing because I'm seeing the images that I like are it, those same words are in those ones. Yeah. So you start playing with these key words that. You're like, okay, these are these are cool things. You know, photorealistic. Yep. 8K, 32K, highly detailed, depth of field. Yep. Uh, you can get specific. S, S1000, which is like stylized. Yeah. Aspect one, ratio. One of my favorites that I saw, because I follow this guy on Instagram, and he, like, as a photographer, but he's, like, now posting, like, uh, AI stuff that he comes up with. And they're just the glorious pictures on MidJourney. And one of the ones that he used was crepuscular rays. Have you seen that one yet? Crepuscular rays, and so basically, it was a uh, sounds disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> yes, but what it what it what it is? I didn't know what this was. Is when the sun shines through re- like the clouds, but it glows around the clouds, and then it's you see specific. the rays. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is. And so, <laughs> crepuscular. Yeah. I, th- I think that's how you say it. crepuscular rays. And so, as soon if I ever needed a landscape 
mid-journey AI-generated mm-hmm. art, I always was putting corpuscular rays in there because it just, like, popped those clouds. I use dynamic cloud lighting. Oh, and that sounds I, I cool, get too. really amazing right imagery. Yeah, so I've found certain ones that you know, kind of my go-tos, yeah. you know. And yeah, no, it's interesting. And you can, you know, you can evoke all different kinds of styles. I recently started trying to blur the lines between like, like high resolution, like sci-fi, but then make it look like 3D fabrics and patterns. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I can see where there's kind of like the water looks like photographic or digital painting, but mm-hmm. then the mountains look like folded fabric. Interesting. Um, there's one particular so- image that was stunning that I'll pull up on my yeah, phone. Yeah, pull it up. Uh, are you using this for your design work at all? For inspiration. For inspiration. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've used it a couple of times because I've gotten good enough at it where I felt comfortable saying, okay, I can actually integrate this into part of my design work mm-hmm. that I've used. I love yeah. that. Yeah, because that was, that was the most exciting part for me. But it's not like I take cut exactly what I, you know. Right, right. You just it's not a copy and paste. Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, like, you know, there's it's a, bu- a tool. There's a bunch of like different um, artwork that I've seen, like album artwork now. And I'm like, oh, mid journey. Yep. Because they, they does kind of spit out the same stuff every once in a while. Yep. Um, and so you can see the similar colors or like a stained glass windows. You're like, okay, I, I understand what that looks like. Um, all right. So for the people listening, uh, oh man, this is really cool. Uh, we it's will got t- that corpuscular uh, rays <laughs> yeah. over there. Um, Bing. We'll try to describe yes. it, but for the the uh, the people watching, uh, well, actually, maybe we won't show it to you, but we'll post it on Instagram. Uh, we're looking at this image, and it looks like it's almost like paper made out of paper. Yeah. It's like a Alaskan a landscape with water, rocks, and then there's like. Um, flowers in the foreground and there's mountains in the background with the sun and clouds kind of coming up, but everything it looks like it's made of paper to a point. Um, so like folded in, in specific parts. Hmm. Did I do a good job to explain that? Yeah. Paper, construction paper, fabric, you know, kind of all that that stuff. Yeah. It's dope. So Uh, yeah, I'll have you maybe Kyle, if you want to poke around, I've got a mid journey folder on there where I have a bunch of images on there and maybe just some of those are, can we post those then? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, um, and it's funny cause every once in a while, just cause I have a dark side to me, um, I try and create the creepiest thing I can think of. Oh yeah. Just, I mean, that would keep you awake huh. for weeks on end. Dude, these like are whenever insane. you close your eyes. Well, what's the prompt for something like that? Uh, you name it, like nightmare. Kyle yeah. right? <laughs> Kyle's inner thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, so like, give me an example. Oh, so you're man. thinking like, yeah. hey, I'm going to create something real creepy. Like, yeah. because the my only experience, and even Steven's played around with this a lot more, I, I play around with chat GPT. Yep. Uh, obviously, for go fix yourself stuff. I'll find but, a creepy one here. Yeah. That one's dope. That one's sick. I love... I love the vibe. I feel like I'm about to watch a sci-fi movie. That's the birth. Yeah. That's called the birth of a city. Yeah. Send me some that's, of those. I want to post those. Yeah. Creation of the, the yeah, first yeah. city. Um, but I was what I was saying is like ChatGPT is like you realize just how powerful it is because like it's not only what you guys are talking about, more of like an artistic uh, replacement. Oh, okay. Here we oh, go. Here we go. Look here's the horror shit. Yeah. That's, oh. Just because I'm like. 
That's cool. I tend to fuck, do a dude. lot of like celestial, like ethereal, like cre- you know, sci-fi kind of like just beautiful, like heaven okay. type stuff. Yeah. But then you know, there's always the opposite of that, right? Well, I, yeah. Well, I have to tell you about a movie. The I, depths of hell. I have that in there. And that's oh, all I typed was depth, depth of, of hell. hell. No, no. So it looks like a church. Prompt. Not for that one. Oh, okay. Not for, for, for that. this one. I'll show you later because I was like, I'll just be basic. We'll just yeah. do the depths of hell. Oh, these landscape ones are really cool. Okay, so we're we're an audio podcast first. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But people will see. You guys it. gotta yeah. see this. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, these are cool. But speaking of creepy things like that, I just I gotta I gotta go off on a quick little tangent. Sure, yeah. I just Please watched do. this movie on because I saw it on TikTok, a clip of it, and I was like, this actually looks very scary. And then Ex some, Machina. <laughs> no, great movie though. Yeah, amazing. It's I called. Have some, I have some Ex Machina pictures in there. Yeah. Really? Uh, they were used. I used that ooh, as a prompt. These are cool. That's yeah. sick. That light. And that, I, I'm and that, sorry. People, and that's, like, yeah, that's more like stop. conjured from stuff I've seen in Alaska, right? That was yeah. like, for me, this kind of image, something about that has always stuck in my head. And it was probably for this one time that I might have consumed something. Assumes something and, legal. And uh, nature-ish. Uh, uh, and it just has Marijuana. stuck with me. Uh, sure. Mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There, there we go. go. The devil's let's, lettuce. Let's Is that what it, you right? type in there for <laughs> right. mid <laughs> Yeah. That's always the first problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the devil's lettuce. But, uh, oh, yeah. And so if you didn't see it, this was the uh, Mandalorian. With, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the one. That's the one I saw recently. Nice. Which is so cool because I love the green on the visor. Uh, and I'm like, as a filmmaker, I'm like, where's that green coming from? But you know what? It doesn't matter because it looks fucking cool. Yeah. Like, it's just dope. It was just on Nickelodeon. Got some gack. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's crazy. The, the X Machina. Oh, oh yeah. Anyway, uh, also great movie to see. Yeah. So you were talking about a movie. Yeah. So on TikTok, I see this clip of this guy riding a bike, right? And he sees a Sasquatch, right? Mm. And the Sasquatch chases him. And it looks so good. And I never see like Bigfoot movies or clips that I'm like, that looks realistic. or Yeah, exactly. But I'm like, this one looks. And then I read the comments. They're like, it's on YouTube. It's called Exists. And it's free. And so last night I watched it. And it was like made in 2017 or something like that. And it's a found footage horror movie of this like Blair Witch kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you lost me there, man. I, I, I agree. I, I hate those. I, yeah. But I watched this one. Not great, but better than expected. Because have you ever seen any Bigfoot movies? Yeah. Besides Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Like a scary one. Not that that's bad. I'm just no, saying. No, that's a great one. More of a horror vibe. That's ugh, And that's this emotional. one, I thought they did very good. I was like, for a free. I'm surprised they haven't made more Bigfoot movies. Right. Like serious ones. Well, that, I that did are look like... it up, and there is like about 27. But of like them, ones but... that have hit like mainstream. Oh, you're right. Yeah. None. None. You know, like yeah. Michael I'm... Mann or, you know. Yeah. 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 And why is that? What are they trying to hide? Right. You know, well, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. The, that's for a different podcast. Uh, yeah. So me and my me and my buddies we, we joke about it because there are podcasts, Bigfoot podcasts that exist, and people are very serious about it. And oh, yes. they hold their meetings at the building behind the Cracker Barrel somewhere in the Midwest, and oh, they're very serious about it. And they, I, and they have claimed to seen what, it. And are you a Bigfoot believer? I I just I don't know. You know, yeah. I, I haven't I haven't spent enough time to think Do about you it. Care? But I, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's not, not enough to, yeah. to, to I will say this to I, formulate a def- definite the, uh, now opinion. now we're gonna go on a big for a tangent because I, I don't know but I do know I was uh I 
was a PA on this TV show that came up here, Alaska Daily, as we all know. And there was a, the VFX supervisor. I got to work with the VFX team for like four days, right? It was cool. It was a cool gig. Um, and so I got to know this guy and he's like, I've worked on the last Indiana Jones. I worked on War of the Worlds. So I got to know this guy and he's like, dude, I was like VFX supervisor. He's like, here's a pick of me and Steven Spielberg. And I'm, Steven Spielberg is like my idol. So I was yeah. like, holy shit. And uh, anyway, he so was grooming you. he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I don't know if I like that term. Uh, you just totally told hey, us that. If, yeah. you, if you get to meet Steven Spielberg yeah. as a result of grooming. Look at all these grooming, pictures yeah. with me and Not cool bad. people. Anyway, anyway, it's all, it's all badly yeah. photoshopped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like his head next to it. Okay, anyway. Uh, no, it was like it was real. Um, yeah, but, I bet. Anyway, so he he started, we, we go to lunch at Moose's Tooth with the VFX team. And, and so I'm like, you know, Tell me more. Tell me more. I want to know more about like, you know, Vancouver because he was living in Vancouver. Tell me more about Hollywood. And so he's like, oh, well, he's like, I don't care about all that. He's like, what I do care about is Bigfoot. And I'm like, oh, really? Mm. I was like, well, let's talk about that shit. He's like, so he goes on to tell me that him him and his friend have a Bigfoot YouTube channel. And I, I couldn't tell what it is offhand, but I, I can find out for it. And so he's like, you know, so he, he goes through and he's like, we do episodes looking for Bigfoot, you know, because it's my backyard. He's like, I live on, you know, so many acres, national park or whatever. And um, he's like, all right, let me show you something real creepy. And so he shows me, he goes to a game camera album on his iPhone and he flips around. He's like, yes. Yeah, so, you know, we have this game camera, right? He's flipping photos. And he's like, we have this game camera. Most of the time it doesn't pick up much bears and he's like and he flips a little bit more and he flips to this one picture and he's like so i'm gonna tell you a little bit more before i even show you this picture he's like so this game camera is like eight feet high and it's looking straight right and he's like most of the time if we see stuff it's like far in the distance we can see the bear you know going down or whatever um and then he's like let me show you this thing so he shows me this picture and it's a fucking like human figure staring straight into the camera how close? Damn close. Like probably five feet, six feet away. So, I mean, it's like eyes and eyes with the camera. Now, you can't see the eyes. just a blob. It's glowing red. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking black eyes. Yeah. Uh, but it was like this. It was, it was black and white. It was all white. And it was like this human, like, you know, two legs, two arms. It was white. So and then it was, so it was, it was a Yeti, it, obviously. Maybe. You know? Uh, definitely like, yeah, I mean, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But like, maybe they're both the same thing. Oh, shit. Right, maybe. Uh, but anyway, it was just like, I'm like, yeah, that's, that, a, that's, kinda, that's a subspecies yeah. and we could get into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I was just kind of blown away because it was like, I was like staring face to face and I was like, yeah, I don't know how to like, I don't know what that is. So it was just kind of interesting. So maybe there's Bigfoot. Maybe there's not. That was now we're in the tangent. age again, thanks to AI. Fucking yeah. AI. Yeah. You don't know what's real anymore. And <laughs> honestly, <laughs> maybe he generate. He's a visual. F oh, I know. I didn't know why I didn't think about that first. Yeah. Yep. Your mistake. The, the way I look at it is anytime I see a game camera, I'm instinctually wanting to put on some sort of suit and run in front <laughs> right. of you. Strike that pose. Yeah, like, <laughs> I will make you famous. Like, yeah. I mean, so I would get my stepladder out, stand up on the front of a game camera. <laughs> he's a, he's a, yeah. And I'm just saying, like, yeah. nine times out of ten, that's got to be what it is. But watch out for that. Anyway, uh, let's get back on track. AI, because I'm 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 obsessed with this uh, this topic right now. Depth of um, oh, he's showing us the oh. depths of hell picture. Let me man, a this. lot of these are looking very anatomically. Diablo. They're also Diablo. <laughs> oh, you talking about a vagina? Y yeah. yeah, I mean, it you said it, not me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, like, he said it. Like, I just said anatomically, camera, you know, we'll show the camera here. 
Awesome. So yeah, you know, when I'm posting stuff on, you know, Facebook and saying, you know, I make sure to say, hey, this is stuff that I've been playing around with, these concepts that are AI generated. Mm-hmm. Last thing I want is for somebody to think that I'm sitting behind, uh, you know, that. that I'm creating this True. on, you know, yeah. Procreator on Photoshop. Like, I, that's not what I'm doing Wait, here. But, but people are. Oh, and absolutely. Are and those are the system. people that yeah. are freaking out. I know. and and But I'm also like kind of i'm stoked about this ai stuff i'm stoked about you know seeing other artists like yourself just being excited about the tool excited about the possibilities of what to create i love that you're using it for inspiration right you might not be implementing it into your clothes yet but i mean why not soon like that's cool um but like i think that you're like you're using for inspiration being like and i think that's what a lot of people are doing um you know, for for example, I'm I'm putting in some stuff in my videos, or I'm like, uh, what's a good lighting situation for this video, lighting, yeah. or what's a good blocking situation for actors, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's there's endless possibilities of what you can do with this software, and so it is kind of cool to see you like you're using it for fun. Well, it's it's no again, it. it's a tool. It's no different than me. You know, before maybe I, I was. You know, to get inspiration right, you get on the internet and you start looking yeah. at imagery, and you're you're basically cataloging. You know, as an artist, that's what you do. You know, artists have been copying other artists in the sense that you know, how do you learn from other artists? You know, you copy the great ones, and I mean, you know, just living in Alaska, you know, I get my inspiration by just walking outside the door mm-hmm. um, and using that to conjure up some of my. Uh, designs and it's really no different. It's kind of putting it in all in one place. You're learning how to manipulate it. It's no different than typing in Google and, and conjuring up images from Google that have already been posted uh, for the general public to see. It's not like I'm hacking private artists' website and and, right. and looking at images that they don't want anybody else to see. And then that's kind of the thing with AI is they're not doing that and, and they're 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 still a machine and they're you know only going based on the parameters that they've been given and the images that they've been shown but they don't take they don't steal stuff that is proprietary that it isn't for public use it, mm-hmm. it, you know I, I don't know all the the terminology but um, just based on watching some YouTubes and things it's not as cry wolf and fire that everybody's talking about. It's sure. it's already happening. It's just kind of being used as you know a way to get people worked up. But yeah. if people were already doing it, again, I was already going on Google and typing in something when I was trying to get inspiration or reference for 100%. a bear walking in a forest. That's why Pinterest and and, right. and design inspiration and Google Images search like that's why they exist. Now we have like a tool that's just so much better. And right. it can actually show us what we exactly want to see to use inspiration from or to grab it from. Now, I think it's weird how, like, you know, I think it was like last year, someone entered in an AI generated art with an art, like, uh, you know, festival, whatever. Yeah. Um, state fair. It was, it was state fair. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Colorado. It was a competition. And basically, the AI generated art won. Yeah. And then it came out, you know, yeah. and it was like a big hoopla. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And so it was like a big thing. And I'm like, well, okay, well, first off, like, I think it should be its own category. 100%. But, That's something I believe as well. Yeah. And, but also, I'm like, you know, he did or she did put in those parameters. So it is a specific 
artwork towards that person that no one else can make. Yeah. And there is something unique about that. There is. And so kind of going back to the whole prompt and, and creating imagery, um, you can type in the exact same words in the exact same order again after they've given you your images based on your yeah. first try and you can get all new images. Yeah. The the algorithms and the the billions of imagery that it can pull from is always going to generate something new, mm-hmm. and you it's it's damn near. I, I don't I don't even think it's possible to duplicate an image. If I said, "Hey, here's an image I created on Midjourney. I want you to create the same image, and I'm going to give you the exact same prompts, and you can try and duplicate it. You won't no. be able to, yeah, because what different. it does is it in Midjourney it generates four images, and then of those four images, you could say, "I don't like any of those," and you just you. You cut and paste and just have it start again. Or you can say, you know, that's kind of close. Let's do a variation of two Mm -hmm. and four. And then you get that. And then maybe you tweak that and you do a variation of that. And you can kind of go down this rabbit hole of of modifying and adjusting your image until you get to where you want. And that might be a week later. It might be a hundred attempts later. Like it's not just boom. I mean, sure, I typed in depths of hell and came up with a cool image and I could have stopped there. But, you know, if you're trying to create something specific, especially if it's for a client or something. I mean, there's just, it's really difficult to arrive on that. And and I watched a couple, couple of YouTubes where there was these really like a talented artist studio where they kind of did that. They said, hey, this is the image that we're going for. I'm going to give this to my my team and see what they come up with. And then I'm, and I'll give them a starting image and then I'm going to use that same starting image because that's another way you can do it. You can actually upload images and then have AI start to manipulate your starting image if you want. Mm-hmm. And yeah, hands down, the artists were, I thought, a lot better. I mean, sure, they came up with really cool images with AI, but it really wasn't, you know, because you're talking about, you know, I want this guy to be riding a dragon with a castle in the background and he's like carrying an artist pencil, right? Well, the images comes up, it's the dragon, but the dragon's actually a pencil. It's kind of like a, your dreams yeah, where you, you're trying yeah. to explain it and, it and the images that come up, you're like, that doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. It's not exact. And then like sometimes like as a, you know, perfectionist, I'm like, ah, the lines aren't as clean as I'd want. But I mean, we're in the first stage of this, you know, technology. I think that's the cool thing because it's like, it's only going to get better from here. And even some of the stuff that I've just seen you show, I was like, dude, when I was paying for Mid Journey, I was like, that's. 10 times better than what I was coming up with. Like the shit that I was coming up with, I was like, like I would put like floating pirate ship in crepuscular ray clouds. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. I got to write that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it came up with some cool shit, but the fucking pirate ship was all like fucking mangled and jangled. Right. And, and, but it was a really cool tool. Cause like, I have a bunch of friends who write like novels or who yeah. are writing novels. And I was like, you got to check this out. Like, you know, and so I would go to their house and I'd be like, what's something in your book that you want to see? And then, so one of the ones was like a kingdom with like, um, gardens on the roofs, mm-hmm. um, and something like that. It was, and then we, so I put this in and they give me descriptors, put it in, put all my, you know, normal, like S 1000 or whatever, and 16 by nine. So I put all this stuff in and when it came out they were like, Oh my gosh, that's it. That's, that's what I've been visualizing in my head. And it gives them a tool to like look at and reference when they like want to bring up more descriptors when they're writing their book or whatever. So it's just, I love it. I think it's a cool tool. I can't wait for more stuff. I can't wait to see more stuff of yours. Maybe this is your new AI book. 
Right. And it's yeah. like, you already got an in with Costco. Right. Yeah. So it's like, this is, hey. Hey, this is Joel Loosely. <laughs> you, <laughs> you remember me. <laughs> you don't work there anymore? Oh, shit. Uh, well, <laughs> right. you know, you pass me off to someone again. Uh, no, anyway, I think that's really cool. I, and I'm kind of obsessed with AI. You know, like I said, you know, me and Kyle, we're, we're just, we were um, sending our, we make our, some of our descriptions, we put them through chat GPT. And it just kind of helps the grammar. Mm-hmm. But it also, like, kind of helps infuse a little bit more of like, oh, actually, yeah, I guess that sentence like, you There's another fleshed it out really a little bit more. Really good word for great. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And it's not just like I don't know cookie cutter, you know, bullshit. It's but see, like, you could have done that. Some of that like, stuff. Okay, I, I, I have spell check right. That's mm-hmm. a tool, and then you're using a thesaurus, right, and all these things. But it's like all these in one grammarly. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and that's kind of what AI is all about. It's about kind of shortcutting, and they're saying you know freeing up your time to do other things. Sure. Uh, like one of the applications that I was reading about um, or watching about, is that a thing now? Um, <laughs> yes. Where, you know, in the medical field where it's able to, you know, you input all the information into like a 3D field and it, it's able to adjust the molecules or do things with it where, you know, the scientists would have to do that kind of more on a manual basis and hmm. it was taking them forever. But this thing could do, you know, millions of calculations, you know, oh, in yeah. a second. And it was like, I think it was called folding proteins. And to find out, okay, now that will work for this medication because it'll work with this particular protein in the cell. And, and that's the kind of cool stuff that I think is – Get a lot of people to be like, oh, I guess AI isn't the devil. Yeah, yeah. I agree. S- saved my grandmother's life, or yeah, you know, yeah. my son's yeah. life, or something. You know, yeah. AI surgery. When are you going to sign up for that? Nanobots. Yeah. Well, I mean, we kind. Yeah, I I'm guess we in. have. One. Yeah. You know what? Fucking. If we're in, I'm in all. The I don't want to be on the trial run. <laughs> no. To be honest, that's right, not but me. I mean, I'm sure people are like. If I'm on de- cellin, I don't know. If about I'm that. on my deathbed, though, it's true. If I'm on my deathbed, well, that's moldy bread. The doctor comes over and. Let, let's say there's a AI surgeon that does vasectomies. <laughs> okay. But, and so you're the first guy to try it. <laughs> you sign it up. I'm just saying. That's that's where I'm like. Does, <laughs> does he have a good AI doctor a, yeah. name? That's such a shit. Because I feel like the, oh, the name man. at that point yeah. is going to decide whether or not, you know. How much am I getting paid? He's like, you're paying to oh, do I'm it. I'm paying? Yes. Victor no, 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 That's not how it would yeah. work. No. <laughs> For the first couple, uh, we're, the the people are getting paid. I don't know. You That's know. how it's going to work. So, I'm, I mean, if I'm getting paid a lot of money and I'm like, I'm already wanting like to have no kids and like the doctor's going to be right there watching and making sure everything's good. I mean, I guess they can always make sure you, you don't have kids. That's pretty yeah, easy to yeah. do. If I'm going to get, if <laughs> I'm going to have no kids. Everything. Now it's just, you know, it's like making sure I want to have kids afterwards and then he snips something he shouldn't. It's like, fuck you, AI. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Right. Anyway, let's get back on track, though. So How is that? That's on track. You know? <laughs> that's the real AI, question. AI vasectomies. That's the title of this so, podcast. Uh, so I'll go back to Costco. Um, that's actually, I'm trying to get into Costco right now with some of my Same hoodies. Clothes. Yeah. Um, how's that? Is it? So, you know, they have all of their restrictions, yeah. you know, and a lot of them are safeguards to protect yeah. the small business. And they say, you know, we don't want to represent, you know, X percent of your annual revenue because the re- the way that they, the reason that they say that is they say, you know, we're going to need a pallet for each of the Alaska stores, right? Mm-hmm. 
which is like 300 hoodies per pallet, so 1,200 to start. And if for some reason they're not selling well or the there's quality issues, we reserve the right to send everything back and you have to, you know, we're going to get recouped for it. Now you're stuck with everything. Oh. So if you're a small business, we don't want you to suffer. Yeah. We to want to support small business, of, but we want yeah. to be, we want also want to protect you. And it's real smart, be, you know. That, yeah, uh, Costco is a very intelligent uh they have a, a good system set up, and uh, I think they're doing, they're doing doing things the right way. Yeah. Um, but uh, so the, you go. I tried to show um, uh, one of the managers at the store. I brought in a, a sample hoodie. I got one made up with one of my blue overlapping camo patterns that had Costco wholesale on it, and mm. uh, just to show them, you know, what it could look like. Uh, but they weren't available. I went back the next day. They weren't available again. But they finally took my number. Because first they were like, oh, just call the corporate office. Well, of course, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So I went back the next day. They said they would call me back. I'm like, yeah, Persistent. sure. But he actually called and said, okay, I'm sitting at my computer. Can you show me? And I said, oh, yeah, go to my store. And I showed him. And he's like, oh, yeah, these, these are legit. These are pretty cool. I, these probably would sell good in my store. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the name of my Costco buyer that does my apparel and uh, we'll put her in touch with you. I don't have anything to do with it from this point. All I can, I'm basically saying, I think these would sell well, and you can take it from there. Okay. And chatted with her, and kind of got the nuts and bolts. And she said, "Oh, she liked them too. She looked at them and thought, okay, yeah, this might have some merit, and uh, maybe we'll give it a try. But I've got to talk to a few people because you're not quite fitting, fitting some of the criteria that we have. But I'm not saying no. Call me back uh, in a couple of days if you don't hear from me. So right. I'll be so making, you- maybe making that call tomorrow." So you're in that discussion right now, uh, which is cool. That's fucking cool because I, I know Kyle and I, when we were doing Cunt Cow, we were like, how do we get in the big stores? How do we get in the Walmarts? How do we get in the Targets? And so it's like yep. you're just fucking out there doing it every day, you're, you're being persistent. Trying. And showing up. Yeah. Um, and, and so it, that's kind of what I've been trying to figure out is because, you know, I have the shop called The Cove. And, which, um, yeah, that, that was my, my next question. I want to talk about the cove. Okay. But anyway, continue what you're thought on. So just, you know, trying to make it work. You know, I have a boutique in the cove and and I'm selling stuff there. It's the first time I've had a storefront. Normally it's just been pop-ups, first Fridays, uh, bazaars, craft fairs. It's funny. I remember I was probably like 2015 or something. I My, my buddy had a, a vacant part of his building, his business. And I was like, hey, can I do a pop-up in there? He's like, what the fuck is a pop-up? <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm just going to pop get in. up with the time. Nobody knew what I, I – I went to the Double Shovel. I'm like, hey, can I do a pop-up? And they're like, what is a pop-up? What are you talking about? What are you proposing here? It's AI. Uh, you guys are going to get we it. Sell, yeah. We sell cider here. Yeah. Yeah. We sell cider, not clothing. Yeah. And I was like, no, this is – you know. So, no. So, that's how I, w- I was doing everything. And um, and it's been working great. I've expanded. I have a storefront now. Things are going pretty good. But they could be better, of course. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm just trying to do it on a larger scale. Um, these kind of Alaska camo type patterns are doing really well. And I've probably got like 50 different variations like in colors. And so what I'm trying to do now is say, hey, here's some of my more popular ones. How about you just take your corporate logo and just put it on there? Mm. Oh, so you're saying take this shirt with the Alaska pattern, camo, color scheme, whatever. Pick a color pattern. And then 
like we could put go fix yourself on there. Right. Or but some people like, well, we have corporate colors, right? We're very specific, you know, Coca-Cola or just even Red you know, Wine Forty Ninth State Brewing actually did a is doing a run of some no shit. of some hoodies. That's huge. That should be coming out next month, I believe. Oh. Um but yeah, so or I say, hey, if we if we want some specific corporate colors, I will change the colors and I will say like I just did a thing for I don't know if you saw for all the high schools. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. So just throw diamond links on there. Wait, but it's were those real? Maroon and like, so, I mean, I did a made? mock-ups of them. So, okay, they were just, yeah. That's and so then the next step is, okay, now what? So you reach out to the PTA or assistant director. Or, yeah, see, you know, that's, okay, that's what's coming up is like you're making this shit, but then you're like, I want to fucking see this. And then you're making it happen. Now, a lot of people would be like, well, I want to see this, but I don't know where to go, you know? But you're like fucking, let's go. Let's try to figure this out. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to fucking do the the hard work. And I think that's kind of really uh, interesting because, like, I mean, I might have to take it back a little bit here. It's like, where did you find that confidence? Because I was going back to the beginning. I'd be like, hey, I got this freaking cool design. Probably selling insurance. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the whole tough thi- world. It's, you know, you're making cold calls to people that are like, what? who are you? Why are you calling me and trying to, you know, give me mm. or have me give you money? Um, and it was the whole thing of some will, some won't, so what? Next. And that's the mentality you have to have. You know, if you're cranking out, and luckily I wasn't like in a big, huge, like Wolf of Wall Street thing where you're making, you know, 300 calls a day. Sure. I mean, they literally would have to do that. They'd have to go in what's called the bullpen and they sit in there and they make calls and they're, they're ABC in it, you know? Right. And you just. Closing. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. I'm, I'm guessing yeah, thanks, that's Kyle. probably, yeah, thanks. You know, for a lot of people hey, don't, no, haven't seen knows. the movie. Uh, nobody's know. seen Alec Baldwin say that. Okay. That's funny uh, though. I was, my cousin, just quick side story. He, he was saying what his coworkers just fucking interrupting all the time. The bosses, the speakers, the people that are trying to do the training. And uh, he's like, ABI. Always be intimidated. Interrupting. Ah, yeah. damn it. I was close. <laughs> I was close. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I, that, I never thought of it, but that's probably where it comes from. It's like, you can have these great ideas, but how do you get them out there? Bingo. Yeah. Uh, and one good way to do that is, again, I post stuff on social media. I'm like, hey, Facebook world, who out there knows somebody at Costco? Who yeah. knows a teacher or a staffer at the high school? Um, I just reached out to Anchorage Wolverines, the the, 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 the hockey, hockey team, because yeah. one of my buddies came up with that idea. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. I reached out to them. They're like, oh, we love it. Yeah, uh, shoot us an email. We want to see more. Let's Rad. talk. Yeah, so it's all doing the things. work. It's getting out there. It's and like, you're even, like, I fucking want to make this happen. And like, what do I need to do to make this happen? Yeah. I think a lot of people would just be like, I fucking want to make this happen. Alaska oh, Airlines, okay. you know. Yeah, I mean, so let's I mean, go just, bigger, go home. Yeah, why not, right? I think that's that's the kind of the cool thing because, you know, there is a moment where it, if you're really into it, you know, you keep going, you keep pushing. And there's a moment where you're like, a lot of people will just be like, that's too hard. I don't want to do that. Costco. Uh, come on now. That's, uh, that's, that's crazy. Talk. That's too big. <laughs> Even like fucking high schools, right? It's like, that was not the right choice of words, but like, you know, going to high schools, like, <laughs> You're not allowed. <laughs> Don't go to high school, Stephen. <laughs> You're not allowed to. I'm sorry. This is not. <laughs> but I mean, you not, know, again, my my not friend my was the one. Words, that, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It, it it's it's making the 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 shit that you're seeing in your head. It's making it happen. I think that's really really kind of cool. And there's a lot of people that are not doing this. Right. Uh, so it's kind of fascinating, kind of seeing what your approach is and your process for doing this stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're you know commending you for for doing well, that. And some I, of it just comes from going. dude. You got 
you got bills to pay. How are you going to make that 100%, happen? Yeah. Or, you know, you're doing what you love. You're in the space called the Cove and it's your dream come true. You're going to have to fight for this because well, yeah. this is expensive and people aren't beating your door down. They're not. You're not to that point. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I've learned over the years is that people absolutely love all my designs. They do. They truly are like, wow, this is sh- cool shit. But nobody knows about it. Yeah, they don't, they don't know yeah. I exist. But in order to get some sort of marketing reach out there, it's going to take a lot. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, what exactly <laughs> um, is the Cove? So Tell the Cove really is quick. a studio slash boutique. So uh, I have that with my best friend Brett. He's a musician, an artist, actor, writer, director, all these things, and. Um, we actually, during COVID, uh, he was over in Europe. He was uh, being a musician and painting and doing things. Uh, but when COVID happened, he was in Milan, which was kind of the first hotbed city for Europe outside mm-hmm. of Asia. Yeah. And uh, so he immediately came back because he's got elderly folks, wanted to come back and be with them. Um, my fiance was going through cancer at the time. And so we were kind of just in this bubble of COVID where nobody was doing anything because we were trying to, you know, protect our loved ones and everything was shut down. And him and I are just super creative. And, um, I had been kind of talking to him about some of his paintings and I thought, man, some of your paintings would look really cool on like bags. Cause even though I wasn't doing bags, I saw that that was a possibility through some of my manufacturers, but I didn't really feel like at the time that some of my uh, designs translated to to bags and wallets and things like that. So I said, "Hey, let me just make up some uh, some prototypes for you uh, with your paintings on them, and you know we'll see how that goes." And they just, they looked awesome, and he was hooked because he was pretty resistant. He's like, "I'm a painter. I don't know anything about bags and this kind of stuff." But I mean, what did you do? You took a picture, scan it, high yeah, high quality photo of his uh, paintings, and then you just upload them and. You can kind of rotate them or you know, you shrink them, enlarge them, position them the way you want it, and put them on the different yeah. panels and say, "Okay, this is how I want it." I'll I make would, it. I would imagine for most artists, like that would be the like, "Oh, fuck yeah, that's cool!" Like seeing it in real life, like besides on a canvas, like that's got to be a cool experience. Yeah. You know? So in the cove, we have a bunch of stuff. Like right now, um, we have a bunch of the original paintings. Um, up on the walls and then below them or somewhere in the vicinity of them, we have the bags or pillows or socks or whatever wallets that were made using the, you know, the photos of his mm-hmm. paintings. That's cool. And so, yeah. And then there's my stuff that's been in there. And so we've, it's pretty cool because he occupies the walls. I occupy the floor space with my apparel. And so it works for both of us. Yeah. And we went, me and Alicia, we went to uh first Friday a while ago. This must've mm-hmm. been like, last fall it was getting colder out um but there was a lot of people in there dude we do and live, music. live music yeah. and it was a pretty dope spot uh it's downtown which is always a fun place to be um <laughs> but it's also like you got a cool view um it's amazing of, you know looking out the roads and yeah. and it was very sunny that day i do remember um but it was just like you know you can peruse where you had uh drinks there for people and it was like live music so that was kind of a, a good thing and it's just like for first friday you know i was like that's that. Well, let's go there. Let's check it out. And like, we haven't been downtown for first Friday since then. Yeah. And so I was like, let's make sure we we make it. And it was rad. I loved it. Yeah. And it's, it's like, a really you, cool spot. You're and doing a, a people... cool job down there and like making that, you know, industrial area because that building is very like, you know, corporate. 
Um, and you're like kind of bringing some creative life to it, which is kind of co- cool to see. Yeah, we've got uh, both senators in the building. Yeah. Yeah, but you also, I mean, you have some big marketing agencies. And yeah, Spawn is in Spawn there. Spawn is right next to you. And um, lots of law firms. And I know, which the was top really, three floors are residents. Which was really cool because whenever I'd go to Spawn, I would like stop in and be like, hey, what you working on? Yeah. Like and copy your paperwork, you know, and be like, <laughs> yeah. oh, cool design. I'm not going to steal that. Um, no, it's cool. I, I, I dig what you're doing. I dig that, you know, you're going from the, the digital you know, marketing or as far as also like Saturday trade shows and all that stuff. And you're like, you know what? It's time to do that. It's time to have my own like pop-up, for, but permanent. permanent. Yep. Um, which is, a, I would imagine is a very tough thing to do because you're like, all right, fuck, here we are. Let's do this. Let's go for it. And, you know, and it takes that tenacity that we were talking about, I feel like, to make that happen. Yeah, January, um, February, brutal. Yeah. Fucking brutal. I would imagine. I, I, I mean, like, there's got to, I mean, we were talking earlier about, uh, you know, even uh, like, you know, every business, my business included, right? Uh, it's like there's ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I was saying, I was like, oh, yeah, I was just like shelling out a ton of money. And then I had a few down months and I was like, oh, I, oh, wow. Okay. I need to make shit happen. But I think it's the people like that that are like, okay. What do I need to do to keep making this work? Yep. Right? It's like, okay, now we're here. We did this. We made these decisions. We're here. Let's get to work. Let's do what we need to do to keep making this happen. Um, yeah, this which is, is kind of cool because how long have you been at the Cove then? So we just came up on our one year. So oh, man. Our, our first Friday our first Friday for April is our one year anniversary kind of oh, celebration. Yeah. Got my buddy Alex the Lion get a DJ. Oh, and, no good. shit, yeah, Alex. Getting Steve? him back out of hiding, right? He, this is one of the last time he did a show. <laughs> I did not know that. Oh man, that's so cool because I see him all over the place. And I'm like, when are you fucking getting I back knew him from game? Kinley's. No way, dude. I just saw him last two weekends ago. Um, that's fascinating because I, I was obsessed with his DJing. You want to see the uh, AI that I came up with as a flyer for him? <laughs> I, don't, really? I don't know how we nailed this. And his, he showed it to his mom, and she's like, how did they do that? Oh, we're going to promote it. It's, uh, it's pretty damn cool. Uh, yeah, we'll have to figure that out. Uh, It'll be a little late by the time this comes out, right? Yeah, maybe. Or maybe we know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows our schedule? Do look like him or what? Oh, oh yeah. wow. Do you know Alex? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That does look like him. Oh, that does he still have the big ass. beard and everything? I assume so. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. No, I saw him I saw him not too long ago. <laughs> and he was actually uh telling us kind of his you know, some guests. Yeah. He's like, you know, he listened to the podcast and he's like, I have some guests you should have on. And I was like, You should come on. I was like, Yeah, that would be fun. You know, I used to be obsessed with Alex and Lyons shit. Yeah. Um, so that'll be really cool. I'll have to stop by. When is that? Uh, April seventh, the first 7th. Friday of April. Yeah. Ooh, okay, that is a busy weekend, but we'll make that happen. Um, is that cool. Easter? It's Easter weekend. It's Good Friday, actually. Right. Uh, yep. But anyway, hey, so what is next? What What do you got going on that's that's coming up that you're excited about? Um, well, I just got Besides done first Friday. I just got done doing the uh, Trend Alaska Fashion Show in January, which yes. was pretty amazing. Uh, we raised over one hundred and sixty-five thousand for nonprofit here oh. for uh, women's gynecological cancers. Uh, that was amazing. It's the second time I've done it, and uh, I'm hooked. Uh, met up with some cool people. In fact, uh, you saying what's next? So, kind of a, a funny story. Um, I had rented some tuxedo pants for the event. Uh, just to kind of go together with the ensemble that I had created. And uh, as I'm leaving the house to go to the event the night of the show, 
the zipper busts open on oh, my yeah. pants. Oh yeah. And just I'm tell like, them it's a design. Uh, shit. It's a, it, I, yeah. I designed it like right. that. It's called right. Barn Door. Creep, <laughs> creeper alert. <laughs> it's called Barn Door. Uh, first of its kind. First so of its kind. I run back inside. I grab a couple of safety pins, put them together, and I'm like, okay, yeah. whatever. That's going to have shit, to work. Man. So I get to the show. I look down, and you can see, you know, it, it looks like, it probably looks worse. Barn door. Yeah. It's just <laughs> that's so good. I don't know oh, if I could fuck. use barn door and a prompt on it. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Fuck it. It, it wasn't me. mine to give, but take it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's not mine to give. It's funny. So and the so, clothespins didn't work? So they they weren't working really good. And so they kind of had to separate the dressing rooms because there was men and women mm-hmm. uh, designers. So they put the male designers over in one area. And one of the I was one of three male designers out of like 15 or 16, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, is this guy from the Congo named Ellie. And Ellie, I was like, hey, buddy, uh, this is a little weird. I don't know you, but I need you to help fix my crotch. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's always a good conversation. <laughs> right. Get down there. <laughs> so um, he helped me out. He was fantastic, took care of everything. I didn't have any problems the rest of the night. And uh, we had shared contact info and um, what a cool guy. And I was like, you know, what are you doing here and how are you involved? This is generally an Alaska type of, of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, come to find out um, his wife, who is from the Valley area, she um, went down to uh, the Congo uh, to teach music and uh, he was the translator. And of course, you know, they fell in love and ended up moving back Adorable. up here. Adorable. And he, his mom, he grew up in a, a, a seamstress uh, household. His mom was a seamstress. That's how she made money for the family and taught him the skill. And so that's how he knew how to do that and heard that there was a fashion show up here and was like, well, I want to get in on that. I didn't <laughs> realize Alaska had anything like that. And I mean, yeah. shit, who knew the Congo had anything like right. that either, right? But just a really great, amazing guy. Well, after we kind of hit it off and he came to hang out at the Cove a couple of times, he was like, so... And I hope I have this right. So he's like, so in the Congo, it's kind of divided up into multiple kingdoms. And each kingdom has a king. And I had entered a contest for uh, sewing or whatever and uh, won. Like, you know, it was the America's Got Talent of the Congo for sewing. (laughs) And he won. And he said after he won, one of the kings reached out to him and said, hey, I have this idea for a fashion line that I want to get going. Oh, rad. He's like... Maybe you can help me. And he's like, oh, yeah, cool. But, you know, I'm kind of going back to Alaska. I'm going to be back there and this and that. And um, so as he's telling me this story, he's like, so, you know, I gotta. I told my buddy this or this king that I'm going to, you know, try and help him out with this fashion line. He's like, but I don't know where to start. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to go to Zippers. China. I'm going to go to China <laughs> and I'm going to have to go visit these factories. Like, what do you, you knock on doors? Hey, do you make sneakers and dress pants and, you know, denim jeans and things? And I was yeah. like, hey, man. I got you. I know how to do all this stuff. I've been doing this. It's it's not necessarily the things that you, he's wanting, but I know where to get them all done. Yeah. And so he started sending me some of the tech packs of the, all the things that the manufacturers are going to need so that they can start generating uh, so quotes and things. And so I'm kind of working with royalty, working with the Kongan kings on a fashion That's line. That's freaking sweet. Not many people can say that. 
You got to sell them on sure, Husky camp. Tooth, yeah. Thanks, broken zipper yeah. barn yeah. door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you never know where a pair of open pants will lead, you know? It's just, it's true. <laughs> it, 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 you'll o- go places. Open the doors. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Oh, there we go. That was good. Oh, <laughs> man. Humor. Well, uh, we're stoked on what you're doing. We're stoked on Thanks, your clothes and, and all that stuff. I know we, you know, we've talked um, out out of a recording podcast, but it was, you know, we're it's just fun watching what you're doing and and coming up with new shit and like the AI stuff is super cool to watch. Um, you know, we're excited ab- about what you're uh, creating and and working on. So thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, yeah. thanks for having Where me. Where can uh, people find all your stuff? So uh, you can go to my uh, online store, uh, which is uh, alaskaclothingco.com. Okay. Um, all right. Jesus, I might even have that backwards. I forget. Uh, but the, so the really easy one that I can remember is cjak.biz. CJAK.biz. Yeah, I kept the old one because I want to be able to funnel people there if, if they were still using the old one oh, from, right, right. from the claim jumper. Let's just double check that. So, uh, Alaska Clothing Co. So I think it's akclothingcompany.com. That's what it is. AKClothingCompany.com. So He's yep. checking to see if it's available on GoDaddy. Right. He's <laughs> buying it right now. The <laughs> yeah, bastard. Oh, that was hey, good. Joel, sorry good about full, that. Good full circle, Kyle. That yeah, was go great. fix yourself. Yeah. Uh, AK, yep, that was it. That was it. Um, and big, then the uh, Instagram is the opposite. It's Alaska Clothing CO. Yes. And so on my Instagram, I post a lot of designs that I'm just playing around with. And I'm like, hey, I came up with this design today. Cool. Uh, don't know what I'll do with it, but I mean, I have, yeah. I, I have so many things. I just don't know what to do with them all. Yeah. Like I literally, I should go to some sort of marketing company here in town and be like, look, I have like 40 solid designs that anybody would love to purchase. I just, I don't have the time to get them in the stores and do all this. Like just pay me a licensing fee. You guys can sell, you know, oh. a thousand fucking hoodies a week with some of these designs. I feel like I just, I don't have the time and I don't have the people to I'm, I'm not cloned you know you should i mean because when i was working for the alaska licensed merchandiser that we did license artwork so it's like we licensed um duke russell stuff mm-hmm. you know and we were so like as graphic artists we were working with that stuff putting it on you know whatever yeah. they, he wanted or whatever the sales team wanted so i mean i'm sure there's some someone out there um that is just chomping at the bit so hopefully they're watching or listening um and and uh you know if not you can go to the cove uh check them check them out you know make sure it's downtown what's the address 510 l street it's in the peterson tower peterson tower and it's right before you you know you turn on the last road uh, downtown before you go down the hill. yeah so yeah instead of going down the hill you take a left and it's that big building on the right it says peterson tower outside everybody in alaska and anchorage knows what we're talking about and you can just pull right into the loading zone there if you don't want to pay for parking because it's not it's not monitored by the anchorage parking authority it's owned by the it's owned by the building oh that's good so you can just pull right in well thanks man uh we appreciate you coming on and uh yeah everybody go Follow Alaska Clothing Company. Thanks, man. Thanks for tuning in. Kyle and Steven will be back with a new episode next week. In the meantime, check out GoFixYourselfPodcast.com. And remember to always go fix yourself.